this morning. Amen. Take your Bible. See, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. It is the word of truth. A working knowledge of this Bible has the power to make me free. I declare therefore I'm free because I read the word. I meditate on the word. I continue in the word and I do what the word says. For the scripture says, who the son shall make free is free indeed. I declare you free in the mighty name of Jesus. I say I declare you free in the mighty name of Jesus. We've been dealing with the, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. See the Lord is my shepherd. And therefore you shall never want. I say you shall never want. You shall never want for good things this year. You shall become a sheep indeed in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Let's go to our key scripture which is in the book of Psalm 23. Psalm 23 and then we'll look at Matthew 19 verse 14. Praise the Lord. I'm sure some of you don't even have to open to uh, Psalm 20. You can say it off heart. The Lord is my shepherd. You have it off head. Amen. So should we jump or we should read it? Okay, Psalm 23. If you are there, say amen. The Lord is my I shall not he to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He he the path of righteousness. For mm-hmm, yea, though I walk through the valley I will for thou, thy rod and thine staff, they comfort me. Thou, in the presence of my enemies. Thou, my cup, my cup, my cup. Goodness and mercy shall follow us. All the days we shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Forever. Would you dwell in the house of the Lord? Forever. It shall be so in Jesus' name. Let's go to Matthew 19 and verse 14. It says, Matthew chapter 19 and verse 14. But Jesus said, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me. For of such, come on, say of such. He said, it's like, it's not, it's not necessarily children. He said, of such. That means that there are attributes about children that makes them acceptable, attractive to the kingdom of heaven. It's of such is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is led by Jesus Christ. The kingdom of God encompasses all the planets, all of God's creation. But the kingdom of heaven is on earth. And Jesus is the leader of the kingdom of heaven. And he's saying that we have been born into this kingdom. And the semblance, how we should look like, is to be like, Little tradition of such type is the kingdom of God. So never come to church thinking that you know everything. Children are always expectant. They look for new things. Children always are adventurous. Children believe. If you told your dad, your son, five-year-old son, I'm taking you to London, go and pack. He will not say, daddy, do you have money? I want to see the passport. I want to see the tickets. That's what you ask. But that five-year-old child will go home, pack everything and come and say, Daddy, I'm ready. Let's go. But because you are so mature, you have become so sophisticated for the kingdom of heaven. 
You have become so analytical. Analysis paralysis. Your mind has taken hold of you. And everything that God is saying you just can't receive. You see the thing? So may we become like children. I know you don't like it. But if you don't become like a child. Of such is the kingdom of heaven. Of such. Now he said. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And of such is the kingdom of heaven. So the repentance is to turn you into a child that believes the scriptures. That means that if you come to church with your mind, you receive nothing. If you are very, a, a lot of people are so intellectually blessed, they can't receive anything of the spirit. Everything God says, you subject it to your intellect. How are you ever going to receive a miracle? How are you ever going to see an angel? How are you ever going to believe that you are saved? So God is saying that when it comes to the kingdom and the things of God, be like a child. And the childlikeness or the childishness is likened unto a sheep. And the sheep he's talking about is not a grown sheep like a one-year-old kind of sheep. They are very innocent. They are very plain. They are very simple. They look like a child, right or wrong. So may we become childlike when it comes to God. Only God. I said only God. I said for only God. Matthew 10, 16. He said, I send him forth as sheep amongst wolves. So the world is a place of wolves. You have no friend in the world. You didn't hear me. I said you have no friends. And everybody does things to their own advantage. That's what I've concluded in life. If somebody is giving you advice, eh, listen to it well. His interest is in there. Hardly would you find somebody give you genuine counsel that the person has not calculated himself into that space. May God help us in Jesus' name. So these days, I've decided to listen and be quiet. The thing you are telling me, have you calculated yourself into it? Or you are genuinely seeking the good of the kingdom of God? So when somebody is telling you something, listen to it very well and find his position in the equation. You realize that this is to his advantage or her advantage. I send you forth as sheep among wolves. But if you go as sheep, you'll be eating for lunch. He said, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So listen, when it comes to the things of the world, the only time you are permitted to be a sheep, true sheep, is when you come before God. That's not too hard to ask. Amen. That means that you here, you should be true sheep. You can't, you can't be like a, you can't be wise as a serpent in the house of God. Is this the house of God? Is the house of wolves. This is the house of God. So we can't be sly and slippery like, you know, wise as serpents. What pastor is saying, be careful, oh. take it easy. Don't follow him too much. The thing he's saying, mix it with a little don't mix it with faith. Put a little doubt here. Put a little suspicion here. And mix it with a little waiting. Let's, let's obey halfway. This is the house of God. This is the house of truth. So we must be real sheep. I say we must be real sheep. But some of you, instead of being wise in the world, you are wise in the house of God. And you are sheep outside. Today you must reverse it in Jesus name. When you are coming to church, you calculate everything. Don't, don't give tithe. You have to be wise as a serpent in the house of God. 
But when you go out there, you are as a sheep. But in the house of God, Momno, you have become wise as a serpent. We, we don't need to be a serpent here. Amen. We need you to be sheep so that the work of God can progress. I can hear your amen. amen. Receive wisdom in Jesus' name. May we become as sheep and to the world as wise as serpents. Hey, I say as wise as serpents. You can never rise to the top if you don't have wisdom. Oh, put your hand on you and say, Lord, wisdom. Come on, put your hand on and say, wisdom, wisdom. Wisdom in the workplace. Wisdom in relationship. Wisdom in my office. Wisdom, wisdom. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hmm. Maybe one day we have to talk about the wisdom of a serpent. In one of the series, we have to talk about the wisdom of a snake. You'll be shocked. Let's pray. Father, help me. Lord, I come before you humbly. Hide me behind the cross. Let me speak your counsel only. Let me not speak death. Let me not speak the flesh. But Lord, hide me behind the cross and let the Spirit of God speak forth that your children will be blessed in Jesus' name. Lord, as you are at it, curse, I curse satanic powers. I curse the spirits of unbelief. I curse demonic harassment in the name of Jesus. Anything that followed anybody here, let your power break it down. We declare freedom on every side. Lord, we release ourselves into your kingdom and to your power in the name of Jesus. Let the power that is holding us be broken. Be broken because we came. You said they that appear in Zion, they grow from strength. Increase our strength. Let the enemy become weaker and us stronger. Let us be overcomers, winning battles, taking territories. And at the end, Lord, may your name be praised. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper. Freely we have received, freely we shall give. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you very much. Kindly take your seats in the presence. Today is your first time in church. I want you to know that we love you very much. At the end of service, I'll call you out and give you a very special invitation. Hallelujah. So let me just go straight to the signs of being a sheep. We talked about signs of being a sheep. Number one, how many of you remember? One is what? Total dependence. Say total dependence. Yes, and I told you that the sign that you are sheep is the fact that you pray. You come to church. You read your Bible. You are involved in the things of God. It's the first sign that you believe. You believe. And that you are dependent on God. If you find it difficult coming to church, you don't have to explain to me that you are not dependent on God. When Ghana gained independence from the British Empire, now we don't consult the British Empire when we want to make domestic policy or take domestic decisions. Same thing, if you have independence, you don't consult God on anything. That's why you don't pray, because you think you have enough wisdom and that you may not necessarily need God. But the truth that you are dependent on God is the fact that you are sitting in church on a Sunday. May you never be disappointed. May you never be disappointed. Those who are playing football and made all manner of excuses why they can't come into the house of God. They are independent of God. And the Lord must set a difference between you and them. The Lord must make the line very clear between those who believe in God and those who do not believe. 
may God become your true shepherd in the name of Jesus. And so the drive for which I'm keep asking you, come and pray, is that I want you to develop the dependence on God more. Because the more you pray, the more you realize you need prayer. The less you pray, the less you realize that you don't need prayer. So anything you take, you want to have more of it. If you drink coffee a lot, you will want more of coffee. Or if you drink Coke, I said Coke. But if you drink Coke you, in the morning, you want one in the evening. If you pray, the more you want to pray. If you don't pray, the less you want to pray. So I just want to engineer this prayer design you. When I say come and pray, come and pray. Because when you begin to pray, something you will be charged and you will never cease to pray. Amen. So just listen to what I'm telling you. And then you begin to see that God himself is becoming your shepherd. And you shall never want for any good thing in life. He will deliver you and break the power of darkness over your life. Did you hear what I said? Look at me. African Christianity is quite different from that in America. England is different. The reason is that if you trace our generation, two, three generations back, most of our people were demonic altar worshippers. They sold their souls to the enemy. They sold themselves to rivers. And these spirits, they are trying to exact on us. A time is coming, your children's children's children, they will not have to deal with the issues you are dealing with. Because you see, the curse is up to the fourth generation. So though some of us are Christians, there's a, there's a strong man somewhere who is saying that your destiny can never be fulfilled on it. As for heaven, you go because he has lost that battle. But for you to rise and become anybody of significance, they will never allow you. That's why you must fight in prayer. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. I said through God. I said through God. I said through God. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. No man understandeth him. However, howbeit in the spirit, he speaketh mystery. By faith, we understand that the worlds were formed by the things that are not seen. So that the things that do appear were made by the things that do not appear. So spiritual things have preeminence over the physical. That's why I kept talking to you about your dream life. Take the home fellowship outreach man material very seriously. Because God is getting ready to break some chains over your life. Satan has invaded your dream life, your dream space, and he's planted images. I say he's planting image, images. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after, after what? For the weapons of our warfare, but are mighty to them. Casting down imaginations, images. So Satan is projecting images in your dreams. Images in your dream. You are going to die. You are going to die. You must fight by prayer. You must pull that image down. Don't sit there and say, well, I have no control. Hey! You must fight when you wake up. Say, Satan, okay, you had that time. Me to have woken up, we shall see now. Now that I'm aware of myself, come and try again. And then you pray, you break it. You fight until you have the victory. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to crank you up with the desire for prayer. You have never prayed two hours, three hours before. When you pray 45 minutes, you want to go outside. But the enemy is hiding on the, in the 10th hour of prayer. How are you ever going to get there? As soon as you, as long as you pray 30 minutes, it's okay. I'm a 10-hour power, demonic power. I'm a 15-hour power, 
You see? So the whole thing is that God should move you to depths. I said depths. I said depths. Deep call it unto thee. So please be humble and listen to your, 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 your pastor. Are you hearing me? And decide that look. Even if not for you, your children's children, this case will not carry on in Jesus' name. This case will not carry on. Some of you, you'll be shocked. You buy land, you'll be amazed. You will buy lands. Meanwhile, in your generation, nobody has bought a land before. The anointed tenants, tenant, anointed to be tenants forever. Say that you will buy house, you will, you, you will buy houses. I say you would buy houses. So when I say pray, I'm saying break forth. Be stronger. Be tougher. When the enemy is showing you images, you will not cry. But when you rise, you will fight back. I say you will fight back. And Bible said when you pray in tongues, you are speaking to God. Mysteries, secrets, things that are hidden. You are bringing them to life. I see you do great things. So please, let's embrace this prayer thing with all our hearts. And while you, I'm going for mobs, who says, oh, pastor said I should come and pray. When are you ever going to say that? My pastor said I should come and pray. It's a good thing to say. I said it's a good thing to say. Pastor has instructed me that this particular, I should come and pray for the church, pray for my destiny. Wow. May we become a sheeple. I said, may we become a sheep. So that, you see, the things that God wants to do in your, it will come quickly. Because some of you, you are in extra time. I pray in this season, you begin to see the time left that you don't have too much time and you begin to press in until you get the results in Jesus' name. I said, you will press in until you get that result. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. So watch your dream lives and don't let it sway you into another world. So, the materials that go and study it. Sometimes you sleep, you see somebody like you. You see your, your double. Somebody is taking all your blessings. Are you hearing me? Some of you, you sleep, you are always, you are a laborer. You are working for somebody. You will never rise in the physical. They say, you are poor laborer in the spirit. You must break it. So that you wake up, you are so tired. You have worked in the night. Ah, somebody has employed you as a laborer. It is so real, oh. I tell you, that's why I say the African thing is quite different. African Christian is, we need to break things. I say break things. I say break things. That's why deliverance and prayer is a bedrock of the African church. You can only use lights and marketing skills. Hello, everybody. We welcome you. Demons are working somewhere. We need both. We need the power and the skill. Clap your hands and say amen. Yeah. We must. We must break it. So when I say come and pray, eh? embrace it and get excited. Close the shop. Come and pray. When God visits that shop, you can't handle the people who will come. Pastor, you know, 6 o'clock on Friday, 6 going on Friday, is my biggest sales time. Eh? So I can't close my shop. You don't understand what I'm saying. God can only take you up to the next level if you make that sacrifice. Amen. So become dependent on God. Amen. The whole purpose of God is that you become so, you know, like a sheep. You will grow so much, you become a shepherd. Because the end game is that all of us should become shepherds at the end of the day. 
Hallelujah. Number two, we talk about obedience. Talk about uh, how Genesis 22, Abraham obeyed God. He said, and early in the morning he rose up. God said, take now thy son, thy only begotten son, whom thou loveth, and, and go and sacrifice him on the, one of the mountains of Moriah, which I will show you. Now you understand that. Oh, Isaac was the, was the covenant child, and God was requiring uh, Abraham to sacrifice that child. And I told you that partial obedience is disobedience. Delayed obedience is also disobedience. If I, when it comes to the gospel, God says that we should obey the gospel. See, obey the gospel. Romans 10 verse 16. For they have not all obeyed the gospel. For who had believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the gospel for it to become effective or beneficial to you, you must obey it. And I'm not talking about partial obedience. I'm talking about total obedience. When you obey it totally, then the benefits, the redemption, redemptive Bless benefits of the cross, it will inure to your, it will inure to you. So let's obey the gospel. Amen. If you want to have a successful marriage and you are a woman and you are married, if you don't respect your husband, you are a very disobedient person. That's what the Bible says. Obey the gospel. If you are a man, you don't love your wife, you have disobeyed the gospel. Hello. That's the only way for us, oh. Don't think that Western civilization, most of them are post-Christian. They've gone beyond Christianity. They have gone into something else. And we are fashioning our lives after them. We are wrong. I say we are wrong. The light of the gospel is now in Africa. It says, hallelujah. So when Bible said, love your wives and, and do not be bitter, do it. Obey. Come on, tell you about obey, obey, obey. Obey is better than complain. And then you, the wife, why can't you just respect your husband? You talk to him anyhow because you see his nakedness. Come on, I'm preaching to you right now. You have seen everything. Who is he? You are disobedient to the gospel. Hallelujah. Ah, I can't hear you. You are suddenly quiet. Bible says, if you pay the fight, I'll open the windows. Why you find it difficult to obey? Why is it so hard? Say, Pastor, I love you, but not my money. Don't touch. When Jesus comes into your life, you mess up everything. Your finances, your relationship. You have to heal. He's coming fully. Hello. Come on, let me hear you. Amen. He's coming fully into your spirit. You mess up your relationship. Everything scatter. Then you regather it. But how can you allow Jesus only to the parlor? You know, if you go to a grand house and eh? I've not seen many of them. But if you talk about a grand house, we have what we call the parlor. We have the grand entrance, grand entry. If your house, if we have to pass through the living room to your room, it's not a grand house. Because in a grand house, we have circulation areas that differentiate dining. You don't have to enter one space to flow into another. But you see, you have only restricted Jesus to the parlor. The parlor is... Part, another part of a living room where visitors that you don't really, you, are, you don't know too well, you keep them there. Say, hello, welcome. Come, let's sit here. Uh -huh. What's your problem? But if the person is your real friend, you don't keep them at the parlor, you take them to the family area or the kitchen or the dining. So you have restricted Jesus to the parlor. 
I say, Lord, don't get into my relationship. Don't get into my finances. That's why you are struggling in those places. You have to open the door for him to come in fully. I said fully. I said fully. I said fully. That's why you have to become like a child. So that you open up everything. When a child tells you, I love you, you know he's not faking it. Because he doesn't know how to be crooked. What he's saying is truth. So God wants to infiltrate every space of your life and be a blessing to you. Glory to God. I can't hear your amen. Have you seen it? So let us not be partial. I told you last week, some of you, even God gave you opportunity to come for Wednesday service, you will scuttle it. Because you have vowed in your head, no, I won't go to church twice a week. Never. Never. Over my dead body. Over my, it will not be you in Jesus' name. Say, as for Wednesday service, pastor can go to heaven and back. I won't mind him at all. See, you are very disobedient to the gospel. It's a sign that you see you have, you see you have limited God. Okay, come, come, come to the living room, but don't go to the best, guest bedroom. See, you are just controlling him. But I see you open up in Jesus' name. See, from the guest, you are, you are coming to the other space. You are going to the family area, and then you are going to the bed. Then you are opening. I see some of you open up. Come, I see Wednesday become part of your life. I can't hear your amen. Those of you who don't come for midweek communion, hey, 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 can you believe it? I don't know how you see the communion. I, I just don't get it. My God, how can you carry sickness and spite the power of the communion? Because you say you will never come on Wednesday. And so you... <laughs> may God help some of us here I was told in some other church they have Sobolo as they are and people rush and go and say maybe I should do Sobolo too because I don't understand I don't understand how our people can spite the power I don't know say okay Sobolo Coco Lord maybe I should start bringing Coco Maybe if I do cocoa, they will come. People people have calculated the things. No, this one. When they hear something wild. Yeah, that's what we like. But there are many, many testimonies of what the communion is doing. Yeah, I'm telling you, many, 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 many. Many, 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 many. People always see me and say, you are very young. (laughs) I say, my, my, my Eliza, my panacea is the communion. See, when you take it, you know, in the Bible, it never told us how often we should take the communion. It's not there. Some people take it every morning. Some of you, because of religion, you take it once every six months. When you see the communion coming, you say, let it pass. You have a Catholic mindset and you are bound. The reason why the Anglican church came out of the Catholic church because they weren't giving the lay, the lay, the, the laity, the wine. So only the bishop would drink there. <laughs> Charlie, can you believe it? They only give you the, the bread. Say, go. Say, no, but I want to drink the wine song. <laughs> See? What people struggle to give us, now we don't value it. Do, do you know it cost, you know, most of the English wars was between the Roman Catholic Church and then the Anglican Church. All the wars, King 
fucking world. All the wars of Scotland, Ireland, even though recently Ireland, it's the Catholic Church and the Anglican Church. And the only reason was the communion that you spite today. The Anglican Church fought so that we too, we can drink the blood small. The wine. That's what they fought for. Because for the, for the Catholic priest, they, they drink the wine. They live long ago. Have you seen any Catholic priest daily? Please answer my question. Father. You see the fathers, 89, 79, 88, 77. All the fathers. Even before you can become a pope, you must be almost 80. If they didn't live long, how can you become a pope? Look at the pope. He's almost 80 something, right? That means that the, the mystery of the communion, it makes them live long. And the Anglican church fought for us. Now that you have it, you say you will take. Can you believe the irony? People went to war, died. So much schism and wars because of the small wine. And now that you have it in abundance, you say you will not come and drink. Oh, may God have mercy on us. Because they know in it, I know a woman, wherever she goes, she'll go and take the communion. She's almost 80. As she goes to church, you know, she's just a nominal. But the communion, she told me that the husband's car still works. It's an old 1970s Benz. Everything around her is alive. There's a mystery behind the communion that the enemy has blocked. Don't go to church Wednesday. Don't go to church Wednesday. And you have bought it with your two hearts. The left ventricle and the right ventricle. Including your lungs. You have believed it. May the Lord lose you in Jesus' name. May the Lord lose you. Believers don't like simple things. Simple things. The gospel is simple. He said, put that scripture on the screen for me. He said, I fear lest by any means Satan should beguile you from the simplicity that is in the gospel. Anything that is complex is not gospel. It's so simple, the wise miss it. Those of you who are full of wisdom, you will never drip for that time because it's so simple. Just ordinary communion. He said, you will not die. You will not be weak. And you will not be sick. This is the key according to the word. Yet still, put that scripture on the screen for you. He said, I fear. I think Peter's on me. Lest by any means, as Satan beguiled Eve, you should be deceived from the simplicity that is in the gospel. If I made it there, and I put some hoo -hoo -hoo titles on it, you begin to come. Say, ah, I didn't know hmm, power womb. But when it's simple like that, it looks like it's ineffective. But you see, that is your deception. Hey, peoples. Peoples. <laughs> Hallelujah. I need that scripture. My God. My time is up. Stand up. I can't continue anymore. Please put that scripture on the screen for me. Please, pastors. First, second Corinthians. Something. What? Second Corinthians 11 and verse 3. Yes. Now that you have it, can you just shoot it? Mighty men and women. Second Corinthians 11 and verse 3. I want you to see. I want you to see. So you see. People have been deceived. Look, I know, I know a young lady. Look at me, everybody. 
I know a young lady. She will not move until her prophet says move. Hey. Listen, that's what you like. That's, you don't like freedom. See, you want us to tie you in some wild way. Tie you up. <laughs> but I fear less by what? As the serpent were deceived Eve through his subtlety, you saw your mind should be from the what? From the complexity, from the sophistication, from the conundrums, from the bayonets that is in the gospel. What what? Uh huh. Simple. Come on, say simple. Mm. The gospel is very simple. Testing the communion is ordinary one, but you see, no, you you are living long. You are strong. Everything is working. You don't understand. But because it's so simple, you want you want us to tie it to some some afro something. <laughs> Otherwise, you won't come. Bismarck, are you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So the people to have become as so if we don't do something, you know, Angelus Angelia, and you know, mystify the whole thing. Because we like complex things. But the gospel is simple. I said the gospel is simple. I said the gospel is simple. Stand fast in the liberty wherein Christ has made you free. And do not again be entangled with the yoke of bondage. This is what? Uh, Galatians chapter 4 verse 1. Stand fast in the liberty. You have been brought to liberty. But you want to go back into some kind of, you know, Bondage. This lady will not move. She doesn't talk to any of her relatives. Never. She's branded everybody a witch. But that is what we like. My, 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 my prophet, Omami Kwanjre. You see, the word I'm preaching is not Kwanjre. You want me? But I'm showing you the way to live it. Are you seeing it? But you see, you will not accept it like that. Because you have been beguiled or deceived from the simpleness of the gospel. It's a simple thing. I said, it's a simple. Why do you want us to complicate that thing for you before you believe? So it is you who are making the man of God complex. Because when they tell you simple, you will not believe. Say, so when you come tonight, there's going to be, I'm going to, you'll say something. So, okay, then I will come. But if pastor says, Come and partake of the communion. So, because you are not tied to any mystery or some bayer thing. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So we, oh, a high priest is, is called from the people. The people we see leading us, we made them so. <coughs> the prophet you see collecting money, we made them so. You people, you made them so. So they realize that as for you, you will never give obey the gospel. So he has to squeeze your hand to collect the money. So it's kind of, you pay whether you like it or not. You will pay. So they'll bring water. This water, 1,500. Who wants to buy? You see people running. Hey. And your pastor is looking at you shocked. You have 1,500. Eh? You have 1,500. From so you pull 1,500 because they say this water. Is is uh, is what 
holy sanctified. The first person to buy it, you will have the anointing of the sixth realm. Then you see somebody who's never paid tithe before. Who is always on the bus. Never contributed on the bus. So she'll come and pick it. Thousand five. And she'll bring the money. So, so when I look at you people now, I say, hey, Charlie. So it is you who are making the people like that. Because, yes. Because when we make it simple like that, you won't take it serious. But when I come and see on Wednesday, I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. If I come and I say, look, I, I, I sense this heavy. Say heavy. Say heavy, heavy. See, that the spirit of death is hovering in the house. This heavy spirit wants to take out five people. Wants to kill. And the Lord showed me that five people are about to die. Oh. And I said, look, I want all of you to come on Wednesday. You see all of you who come. Am I lying or I'm right? You don't want to die. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hey, what's I say? The spirit of death is hovering. It's hovering. So the people realize that the only way they can bring you to church is to mystify the simplicity. See? Uh, oh, it's Galatians 5 rather, not Galatians 4. So mystify. But so, repent. You don't like simple people. You people, you don't like simple things. But when I start coming with seven people before me, and Max, Captain Max holding my whistle on gown, and a long stick like that, bang, 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 See, the man of God has come. And then you begin to take me serious. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should start doing that. Max, what do you think? Yeah, we have, we have seven People, one person holding my pen, one person holding my phone, one person holding my notebook, another holding the Bible. They are marching like that with red gowns. Say, so, huh? I've said, Pastor, he has come. He has come. So most of the time, it is, it is we that make the men of God complex. You don't like simple things. A pastor who is flowing, everybody, oh, Pastor, dear, oh, Pastor, dear, say, Pastor, dear. <laughs> when you have to book appointments, say, what, what? Oh, you can't meet the path. Then you begin to value. Let's not be so. Let us not be so. What we say, you tell you simple things. Believe it in simplicity like babies. You see, put, put that scripture back. I have to close. Put that scripture back. From the simplicity that is in the gospel. Simple things are baby things. Am I right? Yes. Second Corinthians, is it 11 verse 3? Babies are simple. Sheep are simple. Is it right or wrong? So when you are not simple, you are not a sheep. You are very complex. You are good. The Bible said in, yes, in uh, Matthew 25 verse 30, he said, when the Lord shall come, he shall separate the goats from the sheep. The sheep on his right hand and the goats on the left. And the goats, uh, he will send them into the lake of fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. So let's, let's be simple. I don't have to do something, you know. Smoke has appeared here. Smoke. Smoke, not light smoke. You know, they have that one. When bang, 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 then they, they, they pump smoke. This one, it was natural smoke. It was here. Last year, during the 40-day fasting. 
You still don't believe. You still have problems too. Yeah. Hiya. Maybe I should walk in the smoke. <laughs> so, so <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Before I come, I come to say, the man of God, when he was preaching, it's three times. It's not one truth. It's a third time. Those here, they can confirm. Three times. If you don't believe it, I don't know what you believe anymore. You can't simple, that simple Pastor Danny, so he's not. Oh, yeah, yeah, that thing, no, he's, he hasn't got it. You are a baby. You are not a sheep. God is simple. Hallelujah. If three times smoke has appeared in my ministry, if that doesn't confirm anything to you, you are far away. I say you are far away. Maybe next time when I preach, I'll let somebody come. The man who was preaching smoke appeared. Then I'll recount all the tests. Then you, it can bring your faith up. Lift your hands. Talk to God. Yes, so pride vaco musha edelesi. Erodo kariba sore febaro chekide. Thank you, Lord. 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 Rodo sigrebio. Chebradi kosa avare ma alado brigadeo. Interesiri akamoche. Jezeo sokulahas. Alebekure vize yetomene. Bre, bre, yedrotis. Jebroli karasefra imanaskoha. Redede de de kantaliba. Echozi yabereferi mitopo. Eredede de karikanto sopreyejine. Chasoi berika parovede. Elagado matasimana. Matatsimana matasikalavala. Echorododo rube karazina. Chorododo brakiseri amana. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We break the blindness. We break the blindness. We cast the blindness. Any spirit that causes us to be blind, that will not cause us to hear. Let that spirit be bowed, 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 be bowed. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Redo magalore, esete dili bohosha, andele kapula safari, rekoma dis elejon, eshesi kati Today I command every spirit of blindness that has held you bound, be loosed in the name of Jesus. Any power of the night that steals the word of God and causes arguments in your heart, I cast those spirits in the name of Jesus. Anything waiting for you outside there to neutralize the impact of the word of God in your life, I cast it in the name of Jesus. Look at me. Somebody said, I found out that there's someone used to come to church on a particular day. As soon as the person goes out, somebody will call the person. And the reason why the person will call the person just after church service is to neutralize the word. As soon as the person calls this person, every power that was is stolen. So it's not every call that you receive after church that is, is your interest though. There are things sent to steal the word. That's why you are in church and you are struggling. Today we expose the enemy. Amen. We expose the enemy. Amen. As soon as you close church, something takes you somewhere. Before you leave the place, 
you are drained out of all virtue. Yes, we cast those spirits Amen. aside to steal the word of God yes, Lord. because the word of God is the seed. When the seed is planted, you will definitely harvest. You will definitely bear fruits. Yes, so anything that steals the word of God, yes, let it be cast in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let it be cast in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let it be cast in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we bless you. If you are here, you are not born again, I'll give you opportunity to give your life to Christ. Say, Father, I'm a sinner today. If you are here, you want to raise your hand. You are not born again. You are not born again. Raise your hand. You are not born again. Raise your hand. You want to give your life to Christ. Don't be shy. Jesus loves you. Close your eyes. All eyes closed. All eyes closed. All eyes closed. All eyes closed. You are here. You know Jesus is not your Savior. You are not born again. If you die, you don't know where you'll be going. You want to raise your hand and say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. Anybody there like that? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. God bless you. Don't be shy. You came alone. You stand before God alone. It's a personal decision. You don't have to make it with your friend, your brother, or your relative. It's you coming to God, coming to Christ. You want to raise your hand above your head. Anybody like that? Any hand raised? Any hand raised? Thank you, Father. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen.